0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, December 7th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri counties are deciding how to spend millions of dollars in allocations from the federal government through the American Rescue Plan Act. However, several obstacles are giving some counties pause in how the money can be spent. There's a lot of pieces to this puzzle, and and you don't want to spend the money on something today that would use the money up so you can't use it for another purpose and then get more money for the thing you just spent money on. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg will examine what is standing between Missouri counties and millions of federal dollars in just a few minutes. Missouri's governor is recommending significant wage increases for all state employees. Mike Parson is calling for a minimum base pay of $15 an hour. He is also suggesting a 5.5% cost-of-living adjustment. The raises will be included in Parson's supplemental budget for fiscal year 2022. That package will be introduced at the beginning of the upcoming legislative session. The General Assembly must approve the increases so they can take effect. This pay proposal is estimated to cost $91 million. A person of interest is in custody following last week's shooting of a metro bus driver while on a route in north St. Louis County. The major case squad of Greater St. Louis says the man was tracked down last night, just hours after those close to the bus operator, who was shot late Friday, called for anybody with information to come forward. St. Louis Public Radio's Neera Savage has more on the emotional plea from family and friends.
1: Bus driver Jonathan Cobb is hospitalized and in critical condition after someone fired a bullet through a side window of the bus. He was struck in the head. Cobb's girlfriend, Kayla Johnson, urged anyone with information about the shooting to contact police. At a press conference, she said, quote, Please, St. Louis, let's find out who did this. The couple has one-year-old twin girls. Lieutenant Tim Berger is with the Major Case squad He says 20 investigators are looking into dozens of leads. Berger says someone fired at another Metro bus driver 10 minutes before Cobb was shot. He says authorities are trying to determine if the two shootings are connected. I'm Niara Savage, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: The home security company Ring is donating cameras to boost the safety of local survivors of domestic violence. 1,000 cameras are being given to Safe Connections, which provides counseling, support and education, and intervention to domestic violence survivors. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones connected the company with the agency and says the donation is a way to reimagine public safety.
1: It's using innovative techniques and tangible tools to help people who need it most.
0: Safe Connections will select which clients it thinks would benefit the most from a Ring camera. Those who are eligible must be living separately from their abuser and have access to stable and secure internet service. Jazz St. Louis President and CEO, Gene Dobbs Bradford is leaving to head the Savannah Music Festival. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, Bradford is being celebrated for expanding Jazz St. Louis for more than two decades. Bradford will serve as executive director of the Savannah Music Festival in Georgia, a 17-day event that includes jazz, classical, bluegrass, and world music. He plans to continue the focus on diversity and education that he pursued in St. Louis. Bradford has been president of Jazz St. Louis for more than two decades and led the facility's expansion in 2014. He says he's proud of his accomplishments and his work to make Jazz St. Louis a jazz destination.
1: What I wanted to do was to create an organization that would become one of the most respected cultural institutions in the city. And I think that
0: we've been able to do that. Bradford will start his new job in February. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. A national effort based in St. Louis is giving 15,000 live Christmas trees to soldiers and their families for the holidays. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on a recent distribution at Fort Leonard Wood. The Trees for Troops program has been going on for 17 years, but this was the first year Captain Travis Hairston and his family stationed at Fort Leonard Wood have gotten one. They're donated by farms, companies, and individuals across the country. Cindy Hairston says it means a lot.
1: We really appreciate the opportunity to have a live tree this year, and it means so much that people would think about us and care enough to donate so that we can have one.
0: Seven-year-old Ella Hairston says she's excited to put decorations on her tree.
1: I'd say mostly ornaments. Do you have a special ornament that you really like? Well, I mean, I'd say I like all ornaments.
0: The Trees for Troops program is run by the St. Louis-based Christmas Spirit Foundation. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. The federal government has allocated millions of dollars through two initiatives in response to the pandemic. One of those programs, the American Rescue Plan Act, distributes funds directly to Missouri counties. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports on some obstacles counties are facing with spending the
1: money. When Missouri received its allocation from the 2020 Federal Cares Act, only two counties, St. Louis and Jackson, received direct funding. It was up to the state to divvy up dollars to the remaining counties, which it did based on population. Now Missouri has another round of funding, this time from the American Rescue Plan Act, but unlike before, all counties, along with cities with a population of over 50,000, are getting money from the federal government directly. In total, the state's counties will receive over $1.2 billion. However, spending that money is proving to be more complicated than just submitting reimbursement receipts.
0: We really are a little bit reserved on what we can do with the money. There's really been no clear direction on a lot of things with the final rule.
1: That's Dave Hinson, a commissioner for Franklin County, which will receive more than $20 million from ARPA. He says beyond a few purchases for the health department, the county has not allocated much of its funding. The reason why? A lack of final guidance from the federal government on what exactly funds can be spent on. Other Missouri counties are finding themselves in a similar situation. Bob Schnurr is the finance director for St. Charles County, which is getting over $78 million from the American Rescue Plan. He says while the county has already received half of its allotment, its 2022 budget only tentatively includes some of those federal funds.
0: We don't want to embark on a program or a construction project and then find out in the final guidance that uh, we're, we're doing something that's not a permitted use of funds.
1: One project Schner hopes to spend some ARPA funding on is the continued work on the St. Charles County Corrections Building. He says with previous federal funding from the CARES Act, the county spent around $19 million on improvements to the facility.
0: We redid our booking area and, and completely renovated it to uh, allow for the housing of prisoners in the booking area in cells that, are, uh, that have negative air pressure so that the, the air handling systems vent directly to the outside
1: Schneer would like to use some ARPA funding to further improve the jail, but says they are not going to move forward with any purchase orders or construction contracts until they know for sure it qualifies. This waiting game is happening statewide. Steve Hobbs is the executive director of the Missouri Association of Counties.
0: From the county government perspective, a lot of times the state of Missouri is very happy to say, gotcha, and say, oh no, you shouldn't have done that. And the federal government is even better at that. And so uh, I think we all want to be careful.
1: There is some guidance available, even if it isn't final. Back in May, the U.S. Treasury Department established an interim final rule on how to spend funds from the American Rescue Plan Act for states and local governments, including counties. Hub says counties can spend their ARPA funding on anything listed in the interim rules without fear of repercussions. We've been told
0: very strongly by Treasury that, that if it's an interim rule, we're not going to backtrack on it. We'll hold their feet to the fire on that too.
1: For Larry Welch, a commissioner from Marion County, broadband, an already approved item, is certainly on the county spending shortlist.
0: Our county is a lot rural,
1: and we don't have broadband in all the rural areas of our county. In the meantime, there is yet another issue that some counties are experiencing before spending federal dollars—even more money. In addition to ARPA funding, Missouri will also receive billions of dollars through a federal infrastructure bill Congress passed earlier this year. Renee Reuter is a council member for Jefferson County, which has over 43 million dollars to distribute. She says there is a reluctance to spend some ARPA funding on projects that, down the road, could be financed through dollars from the infrastructure bill.
0: There's a lot of pieces to this puzzle, and, and You don't want to spend the money on something today that would use the money up so you can't use it for another purpose and then get more money for the thing you just spent money on.
1: Unlike the CARES Act, which had a tighter spending deadline, counties have until 2024 to allocate ARPA funding as well until 2026 to spend it, meaning this current lack of final clarity on what expenditures will eventually be reimbursed won't necessarily lead to dollars being left on the table. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway.